Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Best Bad Bets. Uh, my name is Chris, I'm here with Ethan, and today we're breaking down the sports that are going to take place between June 29th and July 5th. So, Ethan, tell me about this week. What's going on? First, overall, it was, it was a great week, Chris. I don't know about you, but I mean, our, 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 my record the past week was 21-11, made some good money. It was an overall good week, but we had some crazy events that happened even today. And then, I mean, let's just start it off, Chris. We have Cam Newton, now a Patriot, um, which we, we all knew he was going to go somewhere at some point, but we, we expected it to come a lot sooner. I mean, it's a Belichick deal, Chris. It's, uh, yeah, it's a deal. It really is just at the heart of it. That That's another... It's just a Belichick thing to do. Cam Newton, I, I feel like he's still got gas in the tank, and uh, whatever they're cooking up there in New England, it's going to be spicy. Well, it's going to be really spicy. I mean, I, I, I still think the Bills probably, if, if I had to give out who I think wins that division right now, I'm going to go with the Bills. I think they have an all-around good team. You can't count out, you can't count, you can't count out Belichick. It's, it's just Belichick. No, Brady's not there. He's just he's one, he's the he's the goat of coaches. You yeah, can't count him out. he plots, he schemes, he's all about that. Um, all right. So other happenings this week, we had the end of the Bundesliga. Um, Bayern Munich. I think this is nine or ten seasons in a row that they've won. Not a huge surprise. There. Um, also, Liverpool. Amazing season. They capped it out with uh, becoming the. Premier League champs for the first time in like 30 years or so. Um, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a good week of soccer, Chris. I mean, the end of the Bundesliga, it was just goals central. Yeah. Which, which made it very exciting to watch for the last week. Um, like we talked about on the show last week, there were things that teams were fighting for. We saw Herb Remen score six goals in their game uh, over John Dusseldorf, one of losing 3 <laughs> nothing. get relegated. Now, Werner Bremen, who I counted out earlier when Bundesliga restarted restart, up as the team that was getting relegated right away now has a fighting chance to play off against the third best team in Bundesliga too. It was a good week for Bundesliga for pulling Premier League champs. I mean, we all saw it coming. We knew it was we knew it was destiny. I mean, how good they were just at the start of the season, just a matter of time. Yeah. One more thing about Bundesliga before we move on. I I said last week in the episode, watch out for Hoffenheim over Dortmund. And they won four to zero, so a little credit there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Um, another thing, uh, as I was saying, Liverpool first time in thirty years uh, had a booming victory over uh, Crystal Palace. Um, congratulations to them. Uh, I mean, we still got more uh, Premier League to go, but finishing strong for them. Um, UFC this week. Amazing fights. Round. The main event, Chris, was, was insane. Yeah. And uh, just the whole the whole card. Prelims, main card. Amazing. Um, Ethan, you had a little bit of trouble this week in UFC. Tell me about it. <laughs> this week in UFC was, it was a great, it was a, I, I want to finish it on top, which is great, because like a live, some live bets. But at the end of the day, some fights where you, I, I was losing my mind. Yeah, you know, getting choked out. It's unfortunate he got his head in the wrong spot. Is what it is. But Woodson, Chris, let me talk to you about Woodson. The man had uh, the reach. He was up two nothing in the rounds, going to the third round. All I had to do was not get taken down. What does he do? He gets taken, taken down. down. <laughs> and thirty seconds later, you see him get choked out, and he and, and just we see a guy who was plus four hundred win the fight. On he had I think he had two days of notice before this too. Quickly, like it's just you can. And that's the unfortunate side of sports betting, Chris, where you're gonna bet the right side, but nothing's guaranteed. There's there's no locks. There's like there's like figurative locks where you're like, okay, this is gonna be the right bet. Like it, it can't go the other way. But unfortunately, it happens every now and then. Uh, we saw the end of it last week, where we gave Woodson was a huge parlay piece for a lot of people. You'd him as a parlay piece just because he was so juiced and uh, fighting a guy two on two days rest, two days notice. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is in the end. Nothing else to do but just keep <laughs> keep betting, I guess. <laughs> but um, uh, before we hop into our Premier League picks this week, um, I want to introduce everybody. We uh, we have a new Twitter. 
at, at best bad bets where we're going to be posting our daily bets like who we like if we think there's locks things like that so you can go ahead and follow us there um and now for our premier league picks uh ethan you want to break us down with the first one uh brighton man united hey chris so i think this game's gonna be a lot closer than some people think it's played well in my opinion on the stretch help they've held opponents to uh, one or two goals they haven't really lost that much they've even they've won a game against Arsenal and then they drew against Leicester City, so they're playing well. Um, but I still like Man United to win this one. They've played well out of the gate since the uh, resume play. Uh, they beat Norwich um, in the FA Cup. Yes, FA Cup. Not a lot of people are paying attention to bet on it because the Premier League is more important. I mean, there's more things you can get in the Premier League uh, for like the UEFA Championship and things like that. Um, but Man United is just look good overall. So I like it here at minus 140. I think it's a really good line. Um, and like I said, they're fighting for something. They're fighting for the top four spot. And they need to keep pace with Chelsea to, in case Chelsea slips up. And Man United is a great team at home, Chris. Let me tell you this. They've only lost twice at home. Brighton has lost eight times away. That eight times is an eight-game losing streak. It's not just throughout the season. It's eight straight games. Uh, and then Man United is a huge, a huge team, a huge great, a great team at home when they score. Um, they average two goals per match at home, Chris. They've scored two goals in each of their last 10 home games. So I really like this bet of Man United to win in over 1.5 goals at plus 125, plus money. So they're just giving they're just giving you more money on top of your bet. I mean, I, I do like that. There's just one thing that I want to point out. Um, just the stadium atmosphere coming back after restart is just not the same at all. Like, there's no fans. It, it's almost like playing in a neutral arena, in, in my opinion. I mean, there's no fans. Um... You don't get the chance. It's not as wild. It's not crazy. Um, I feel like Brighton has looked really good coming back off restart, but I do think Man United will win this one as well. Um, just I don't give uh, the home field advantage as much power as I would if this was uh, before before the break, you know. And I totally agree. I just, I just think it's tough when you have an eight-game losing streak on away, and then they play great soccer as of late. Eight-game losing streak is significant. Man United scoring two goals, averaging two goals per match at home, is is it's just too significant for me not to pass up a, minus, a line at minus one forty. You're not really given that much up compared to some other soccer bets, compared like Real Madrid or Barcelona in the La Liga, where you're giving up minus two hundred and minus two fifty. You're having to use a parlay piece for Man United here. You can just take it straight and not have to end with something at home and have to have two things go your way here. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true too. All right, all right, moving on to uh, July 1st. We got Bournemouth and Newcastle. So uh, you kind of headed this one off too. I'll let you take it. So, Chris, Newcastle is really good at home. Um, the issue for me is they're going to be playing on two days rest, where Bournemouth is playing on, it's going to be playing after a week's long of rest. And in this grueling season of Premier League, when you're we're trying to squeeze in so many games to into to make up for all the lost time we had due to the the pandemic, these players are going to be on rest. It's not like it's the top teams like Man City, Liverpool, who have these deep deep benches where you're just going to see studs after stud to the pitch. Um, Newcastle being tired, I I just don't expect them to score in both halves here. Uh, it's a terrible line. It's minus seven hundred. Right, I just don't expect them. Um, so if you're looking for something to parlay, um, you're looking for something to make, make your parlay a little bit better, um, you can make it plus money instead of minus money. Um, this, this is, I think this is an easy one to use. I really do. I also do like both teams to score here. Um, just because Bournemouth, they concede 1.69 goals away. Newcastle concedes 0.89 goals away. Short rest, I expect them to give up one. They'll be a little tight. I'll be a little tired. I expect Bournemouth to be able to at least get one in the net. Um, and then Newcastle should try to, should fight back because they're they're a solid team overall. No? Okay, uh, I see that, but here I'm just taking Newcastle money line. I mean, I, I don't think Bournemouth has won won a match yet off off restart. Like uh, they're not looking too hot. They're in the bottom four or five teams. I'm I'm sure of that. So I'm I'm just taking Newcastle money line here. What is the money line? Do you know? Oh oh oh! Didn't oh yeah didn't see that. Oh wait, no. Yeah, I don't know. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm confused. <laughs> uh, not, not sure off the top of my head. 
Bournemouth is the favorite in this one, actually. Bournemouth really? is plus 125. Newcastle is plus 225. Wow. Well, Newcastle money line for me there. Um, so, so the next game I'm trying to talk about is the Everton and Leicester City. Um, here, I'm really expecting Leicester City to come out strong. I mean, last week they had a draw with Watford, but um, the, both of the goals in that game were sco- scored in the last 90 minutes and extra time. So, I mean, they went that whole 90 minutes without scoring anything. And then in the last five minutes, the 90th minute and the four or five minutes of extra time, both teams scored. So, um, I'm thinking that they come out a little stronger against Everton. Um, so, Leicester City, or, um, the last time Leicester City played Everton, they, uh, they won twice back in, uh, December. They, uh, won, uh, one Premier League match and then won, uh, EFL Cup match, which went to penalty kicks. So, I'm taking Leicester City at plus 180, and, uh, like a good parlay piece I'll throw in there is no goal scored in the first 15 just because last week we saw them draw it out all the way to the 90th minute before either team scored at all so I'm thinking that that's a solid uh, parlay to just go Leicester City at 180 and to parlay that really uh, juice that juice that game you know Chris I like that um, I, I agree Leicester City has not honestly looked that impressive since the restart now with um I mean, they were never going to chase uh, catch up to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they're still fighting because Leicester City is third in the standings. Um, I mean, Everton's twelfth; they're far behind. Um, but Leicester City, they're only three points ahead of the Wolves uh, for the, to stay in the top four. So they need to they need to win some games and get some points, or they're going to be going to be in trouble and looking it might not be in the top four anymore. I think Leicester City is going to come back. They're going to improve themselves. Uh, it, I would look at more draw no bet here, just because Everton is a solid team. I could see possible draw here, but like you said, they did beat them twice last time uh, in, in the um, last December. But they they had their number this season. So I do like the Leicester City side if I had a, if I picked one. On the- nice, nice. So this next one we got Arsenal and Norwich. Uh, I know I did some research on this. I know Ethan did as well. Here, I'm, I'm really liking Arsenal at minus 255. I know that's not the best money line. But, I mean, at the same time, Norwich is not a great team. They're 20th in the Premier League. And, uh, I mean, while Arsenal just hasn't has not impressed me at all since the restart, um, I'm, I'm still rolling with them. I mean, uh, they, they recently beat uh, Southampton 2-0. to zero, But... In that same time, uh, Norwich has just been just flat out awful. They've lost all their games, all three of them since the restart, and uh, I mean they they just don't impress me. I think that Arsenal to win to nil at plus uh, one forty five holds good value there, better than the money line itself, and I don't see that um, Norwich is going to be uh, showing up strong here. What do you think? That's where I differ with you, Chris. I, I do think Arsenal wins this game. I just don't think Norwich is that good. Relegated, it's pretty much a lot for them to not be in the Premier League next season. If Norwich is a good team at home in terms of scoring. 76%, 76% of their goals this season, Chris, have come at home. And then Norwich also concedes 56% of their goals this season at home. But Norwich being so good at home, they're also just being a bad team. I like both teams to score here. Well, we've seen Arsenal lose to Brighton. We haven't seen Arsenal's at their best since the restart. I think both teams to score here at minus 120 is solid. But also, Arsenal also averages giving up one goal in away games. And when, so combining that with Norwich's really good offense at home, as there's no fans, I get that. It's, it's more of a neutral yeah, it's site. Just, it's so different. <laughs> probably hurt a little bit. I, I just think minus 120 here of both teams is pretty good. The number is just... 76% of their goals this season just jumps out to me as too high of a number to not, to not bet that line. And I also like the draw here in the 15-minute mark. I think, I, Chris, I think this is you're my thing where we look at this 15-minute mark as a great parlay piece where it's amazing. Went on entire game. 
you can watch the first 15, you see the first 15 gone, and you're like, all right, cool, I already made my money, I can just enjoy the, enjoy this great soccer match that we have. We're seeing. And the reason I like this, especially this game, Chris, is because Arsenal has only scored one goal in the first 15 and given up zero. It's the entire season. It's not just the break. Okay. Nor- that's a, that's a line. Twice, given up three goals. But that being a total of five goals in all their games, I, I just think both these teams are going to be patient. Uh, I'll kind of wait out to see how they're they're set up a little bit before they score. So I think minus 290, it's not as bad as some other ones that we've talked about the last episode, like when they were like minus 360. So I, I think that has pretty good value as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm also a huge fan of that uh, no goals scored in the first 15. I, it's just uh, there aren't many teams when uh, when they both come out fresh that can score on another team. I, I just think it's a it's a cheeky cheeky little uh, parlay piece that you'll make your money back off of most times. So I agree, Chris. This next uh, one, oh sorry, what were you saying? I was gonna say uh, you got the, you like this next game of West Ham Chelsea. So I want to hear your thoughts on it. All right. Well, I mean. Not much to say here about West Ham, but Chelsea's been looking good off the break. Um, the money line here is at minus 159. And all I have to say here is Chelsea equals good, West Ham equals bad. Okay. <laughs> Chelsea this uh, past week uh, beat Man City 2-1. to one. And, uh, I mean, I'm taking Chelsea to win both, both halves at plus 143. I, West Ham is just bottom of the barrel team just I, i'm not siding with them here I, I really like that chris chelsea to win both halves at plus 143 i mean at uh, man city uh, they won 2-1 and it, it, in my opinion it should have been more goals they man city got dominated that game by chelsea and we've seen what's same in the past we know they're not that great but plus 143 here i think is great value i mean the money line's pretty low so i think it has good value as well and I expect it to rise by the time it gets this match on the first. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the July 2nd, we got Sheffield United and Tottenham. I like Tottenham to win at plus 105. I mean, that's plus money, so that, that's always a positive. I also like no goals scored in the first 15 minutes. I'm not sure the line on that, but, I mean, Sheffield has not looked great since the restart. They've had two 3-0 to zero losses. They lost to Man City and Newcastle. And I mean, man, or not Man City, sorry, Man United and Newcastle. I mean, uh, Man United is a good team. I'll give them that. But Newcastle, that, they're just kind of like a mid-tier team to me. I mean, they're not the most impressive team. And having a 3-0 to loss to them after the restart, I'm taking Tottenham and no goals in the first 15. I think those, are, those work really great together. Um, Tottenham has looked better since the restart, too. I mean... They drew with Man United and uh, won two to zero over Aston Villa, and uh, yeah, I mean Tottenham plus one five, no goals scored in the first fifteen. I'm taking it. Oh, also, sorry, I forgot about this one fact. Uh, the last meeting between these two teams was back in November, and it was a draw. But I mean, just seeing how differently these two teams have performed off the restart, going Tottenham. Chris, I really, I, I really like Tottenham with this one. I think plus money, I think it's a great bet. Uh, like you said, Sheffield United hasn't looked great, and Tottenham's healthy, and that's what's been hurting them all season earlier before the restart. Now that they, they're fully healthy, we've seen how good this team can be. We're able to compete with Man United. I mean, they're a top, they're a top ten team for a reason. The no goals score at first fifteen is a little tough for me to swallow. Um, looking at the line, it's minus three seventy five. It's okay. really high compared to the minus two ninety. Uh, we saw we saw in the Arsenal Norwich City game. It's 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 a big price, so I it'll have to definitely be part of a parlay. I I, I sabotage him on this one. I just think they're, they're, they're when their team's healthy, they're they're a solid solid squad. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. All right. So now we got Norwich City and Brighton on the fourth of July. All right. So here I'm taking Brighton plus one thirty. I think that holds good value there. Just because I've seen how Brighton's been playing. They've been playing well off the break, whereas Norwich City has lost all their games since the break. Um, not much to say about Norwich. I'm just, just I'm pretty sure I'm reiterating this, but they just haven't impressed me at all. I mean, the last time these two teams met even was back in November, and Brighton shut them out 2-0. to zero. And 
back then Brighton was not looking as good as they are now. So Brighton 130, that's what I'm taking. <laughs> Chris, I, don't, I can't fault you with this one. If Norwich City was home, I would probably say to Brighton a draw no bet just to cover yourself because Norwich City is, like I said earlier, they score at home. But them being on the road, Brighton plus 130 has great value. Like like we stated earlier, and like you just iterated, they've played well in essence the restart. They have looked like a way better team than their ranking. Their ranking is their ranking right now is 15. They've looked a lot better, and I think they've looked better than uh, Southampton. They've looked a little bit better than Burnley and Crystal Palace as well. So I I really like Brighton here at plus 130. I think it's a very solid bet with some value. Compared to some of our other matches that we're talking about, where the, the favorites or the team we like is, is is more minus money, where we're giving up some of our bet. Nice, nice. So this next one I want to talk about, really, it's another it's another one of those matches where there's a huge favorite, and this one is Man United and Burnmouth. Man, Man United here is the favorite at minus three fifty three eighty five. So they're really favored. Bournemouth is bot- another bottom of the barrel team i mean i think they're 17th maybe 17th out of 20 in the premier league and really i mean i don't see them winning here like not at all man united has been looking decent and a cheeky bet i have for this is uh to bet the man you shut out so manchester to win to nil is at minus 108 so you get a lot better value there and I mean, I'm really taking that because Bournemouth has yet to score a goal as of uh, July July 1st since the restart. I mean, they haven't scored a goal since they've been back playing. Hey, Chris, uh, I like the menu to, to, menu to win. Obviously, it's a huge favorite, so I think the minus three is going to have to be a parlay piece. It's, it's just the value is too high. I mean, if you want to pay up for it because it's, because it's a solid bet, then I don't mean but Minus three eighty five is too much for me to pay. Just bet that solely by itself. I do like the shutout here. Smith has yet to score. Uh, Manu's just been on a tear. Like I said earlier, they're chasing Chelsea for that top five. Chasing right. Leicester City for that top five. Leicester City hasn't looked that great. Excuse me for the top four for the FA Championship. Manchester uh, Manchester's gonna shut out Bournemouth. I think is a solid bet. Minus one hundred eight. You're not really giving up much of your um, your bet here. Uh, it's 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 value in this game or nothing. Yeah, I I agree with that. All right, you wanna you wanna break down the Wolves and Arsenal? I think this is on the fourth as well. Yeah, Wolves and Arsenal on the fourth. Yeah, so let me just tell you, Chris. Wolves are a second half team, and I will bet this until it until it does me dirty. I'm gonna bet the Wolves to not score in both halves. Wolves to not score. The, the no one did to be a draw in the first fifteen because. The Wolves are a second-half team. They're very patient, and they take and they t- when they t- have their chance, they take it, they strike, they score, and then they just play defense again, and they're patient. So I love the no goal score in the first 15 in the game at minus 360. Yeah, it's minus 360. Uh, it's going to have to be a parlay piece. Uh, Chris and I love the parlays in, in soccer and, and just other things just because it adds up. They were able to build a lot of value on things that we know we're pretty confident are going to hit, um, and it just it gives us more value for our bets. Like I said earlier, Arsenal has only scored one goal in their first 15 and given up zero. Uh, so they, they're really well, and the Wolves just don't score in the first half. Scored 76% of their goals this season in the second half. Oh, I like also both teams, the Wolves not to score in both halves at minus 325. I also like both teams not to score in the first half at minus 550. Again, they're really high numbers, Chris, and they're going to have to be parlay pieces. Just unfortunate. Um, but it's because the numbers just speak that this is pretty much what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. If I, if I have to pick a side, I'm, I'm leading the Wolves. Just played, like I said, they played sound defense, work efficiently, uh, returning to the big, uh, returning from the break. And if you if if you're a little worried about them possibly drawing with Arsenal, uh, you can do draw no bet because uh, they did draw in the reverse fixture. The Wolves money line is plus one fifteen, and then draw no bet is minus one seventy five. So it's plus money if you just think the Wolves are going to win. If you want to cover yourself against a draw, S175 is really not that much to give up. You can parlay with with uh, the no, no goal score in the first 15, with Wolves on the score in both halves, to make an even a better number. Yeah, that, that's a beautiful parlay right there, I think. I'll probably be taking that one as well. 
Alright, so we're getting down to the end of the Premier League. We have just three games more to talk about today. We got Newcastle and West Ham up first. Right, so this Newcastle West Ham game, I think it's gonna be a scoring fest. Last time the last time these two played, the total goals were five. We're two point five wow. goals in this wow. game. Newcastle's played well since the break, but on the road they're really poor. Their opponents score 69% of the time when Newcastle is away. Uh, yes, there, we've said this several times. There's no fans, so it has less merit. But the statistics is, is there for a reason. 69% is too high for me to ignore. I'm just thinking this is going to be one of my classic bets, Chris, where it's going to be over 2.5 goals and both teams to score. Both teams to score here is at minus 140. And then over 2.5 goals is even money. You can also bet goals scored in both halves. I, I see, like I said, I see this being a shootout. I see this being yeah. A lot of goals. offense. Oh, and bet and betting both goals, goals to be scored in both halves is minus one twenty. So these numbers are very nice. Where you're not giving up a ton of money, it's not minus anything crazy like minus two hundred. Where you're giving up half of your bet just to just to win. You're only giving up a little bit, and I think I think these are pretty much. Well, I'm not going to say lots, but I think these are very positive bets that they're going to turn out in this in this way. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have much to say about this one. Um, you did the majority of the research about this game, and uh, I, I like what I'm hearing about it, honestly. I mean, all that holds good value with me. Um, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to move on. Uh, next, we got Liverpool and Aston Villa. I mean, Liverpool to win. Uh, I wasn't sure about the line on this. I, I didn't see one when I was uh, doing my research earlier, but this is definitely a parlay piece. I mean, champs, you know, no big deal, you know, against Aston Villa, 19th ranked. I mean, I, I'm, I'm taking Liverpool here. Uh, money line as a parlay piece. Um, uh, the, the Friday before, you can watch to see how Liverpool plays against Man City, just to see if they're still, uh, even though they won, uh, to see how, how they're doing, like if they don't care, if they're still uh, gunning, you know what I mean? Chris, I mean, I think Liverpool will still play uh, oh. third in the championship. I think they'll still play. I think they'll still play. I think you'll still see Sally, still see Monty out there. Uh, and this line, Chris, by the way, is minus 305, so I, it'll have to be a parlay piece. I, I told like the. I don't even like the spread on this one right now, just because we ha I have to wait and see to, see to see who Liverpool plays in the first one. I do think their players will play, but I just want to see give myself more of a conscious mind because the spread right now is minus one point five, which is until I Two see goals, Liverpool yeah. play against uh, Man City, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at this this game yet, personally. Yeah, th this one I, w I would take money line, use it as parlay piece. That uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, break down this last Premier League game of the week. We got Southampton, Man City. Uh, let's hear what your takes are before we move on to all. All right. So this this one definitely, definitely, definitely another parlay piece. It's a gotta go with the Man City bet. It's at minus three fifteen right now. Definitely a parlay. And I mean Southampton has not looked good at all coming back off of um, the restart. And uh, this this might be one where you take it uh, the day before before this match just to see how both of these teams are playing during the week uh, but if if I had to make a bet right now it's Man City parlayed with Liverpool uh, maybe I, I, oh. I think it's solid I think you'll get decent value for it and you're, you're getting two good teams playing against not two great teams yeah. in the Premier League that has solid value that parlay uh, where you're 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 not you don't need many things to go your way, and it's you're betting on two teams that have looked just really good. Yeah, I mean, good team playing bad teams. I'm gonna go with the good teams. <laughs> <laughs> Big maths. <laughs> all right, all right. So now we're gonna move on to our La Liga locks. Um, the first one I'm gonna talk about is on uh, July 4th. It's or first, I'm sorry. It's Mallorca playing Celta Vigo. Here I'm going to take the no goal in the first 15 minutes. Um, I, I've really been liking Celta Vigo a lot since they've came back. I mean, they're not the highest ranked team in La Liga. Uh, they, I think they fall in at maybe like 12 or so. I'm not. I'm just making that up. 
taking it out of nowhere. All right. Um, I mean, they've been looking really good since they came back. They just had a draw with Barcelona this past week, two to two, and Barcelona is in the top three. I think they're actually two right now in uh, La Liga. And uh, okay, so the last time these two teams met was uh, in December, and that was a draw as well. But I really think Celta Vigo is just really on fire. They're hot right now. Um, tying Barca in another game, they won 6-0 to zero against Alaves. And uh, whereas Mallorca has won no game since the, since the restart, they're 0-4-1. So I would catch Celta Vigo at plus 125 here. That's good money on a team who's playing really well off the restart. Yeah, Chris. So Celta Vigo is 17th, and Mallorca is 18th. So the the rankings are a lot closer. But I don't think Celta Vigo deserves to be the 17th ranked team. Yeah. Especially looking at them, how they played since the restart. They've played really well, looking like a really good team. And Mallorca, they're they're just not that good. Mallorca is having to travel, and so they're the farthest team in in the in La Liga. Uh, so based off location wise, they have to do the furthest traveling, no matter what. And my work is coming to Celta Vigo. It just gives you even more incentive to bet Celta Vigo. They played well. They they drew against Barca. They beat Alaves six nothing. They killed them. <laughs> Taking Celta Vigo at plus one twenty five. It's just amazing value to get them at plus money. I have a feeling this will become they'll become the favorite. I'm sure they're a favorite now, but I'm feeling it'll become they'll become the favorite where it's gonna be like minus one hundred five, minus one ten by the time this game starts. Plus one twenty five is a great value. Yeah, big fan of them. And that that's actually crazy about Maloka. I didn't know that. Um, so, yeah, we're going to move on from there. Ethan, you got these next couple games. Break them down for me. Yeah, so the next game I'm going to talk about, Chris, is Leganes versus Sevilla. It's going to be a lot in this spot. Even, and it's even great when it's plus money. They're plus 105 right now. So, yeah, Sevilla has not looked great, Chris. They're 1-0-4. They're so they they haven't lost. Uh, so that's why I like drawed a bet for this game. Uh it's because they've they've drew they've drawn four times since they've restarted, so it's it's a it's a little pricey. It's minus two twenty five, so it's a little pricey. But at the same time, you're not going to lose your money on it. If when they've drawn four times, you you have a pretty good shot at at least not losing your bet. And if anything, you'll make money when they win. Leganes has given up a goal fifty four percent of the time on their way, or Sevilla gives up a goal only forty two percent of the time home. Leganes has failed to score a win since the resume of La Liga play. Oh, I like Sevilla here at draw no bet as like as a as a safer play, but I need Sevilla to win this one at plus one to five. I just think it's good value on the on the top team on the top ranked team in La Liga versus Leganes is not that good. Yeah, I mean I'm that that draw no bet is really appealing to me. I'm I'm probably gonna take that one this week. Um, <laughs> that one zero and four, so four draws. I mean, give me I'm taking that out. <laughs> Four out of five times, you know. So, uh, tell tell me about this uh this next one here. Yeah, so this next one is Valladolid versus Levante. Uh, so both teams are great when they're at home, and for, lucky for Levante, they're the home team in this one. Mm-hmm. And it's a crazy stat. They only give up a goal thirty two percent of the time when they're home. Or Valladolid concedes a goal sixty two percent of the time when they're away. So it's complete polar opposites. They're either really good at they're either, and they're home and they're, they play solid defense when they're away. Their defense just isn't the same. I like Levante in this one. I haven't played great, Chris. They're 1-1-3. One, one, uh, so I lead, uh, draw no bet on Levante just to kind of cover myself. It's plus 130, so I think it's solid value for teams who play overall really good defense. Even though Val deletes defense, it's not as good when they're away. But like we said, there's no fans. So it's in, so there's there's not going to be all that cheering, all that rah rah on top of them. Right. Able to soccer. So I, I so that's why I like draw to bet because I do see this game ending in a draw. Uh, but I lean the Levante side. So I like Levante draw to bet at this one, Chris, at plus one thirty. Or you can do draw at plus two twenty if you want to sprinkle a little bit on the draw, just because I do see this game uh, ending up even. Yeah, I, I like the draw no bet. I mean, any way I can cover myself. I'm taking it, you know what I mean? I, I, I get it. I mean, at the end of the day, we do this because we, we love sports, but we're also looking to make that money so we so we can keep in on sports and, and do great things that we want to do. 
So if we get any way we can cover ourselves, I think it's, it's a solid spot. Right. Even at, and when it's plus money, it's it's hard to turn down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I have to go in this one as well. All right, so this next game, we got Real Sociedad and Espanol. I mean, Sociedad, I'm sorry. <laughs> Neither of these two games, or these two teams has looked very stellar since the break. I mean, this is a toss-up, but I'm uh, I'm thinking advantage goes to Sociedad. Um, uh, I mean, Real, Real Sociedad or Thai is at minus 455, so really really not great but that has to be a parlay piece yeah yeah but here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking you put that in a parlay with uh no goals in the first 15 minutes if you want to boost those odds um but i'm I'm thinking that that's a really good bet in this situation because neither of these two teams has looked great and i feel like no goals in the first 15 minutes if these two teams are sim like on a similar level, I think that's a very good safe bet. So I'm thinking that you have to match those two together in a parlay. Cause that's where I so I like the draw no bet for Real Sociedad in this game just because I don't know if you watched the Real Madrid t- the game today, but I thought they should have killed Espanol and it was nowhere close. Real Madrid was fighting until the last minute. Espanol was had they had a shot on target and and it was just defended well enough that. It, that they were able to, that Real Madrid was able to clear it, and they and uh, Espanol was not given the quarter as uh, extra time expired, the 90th minute. Espanol looked they impressed me. They're 20th ranked, so I, I understand they're not a good team, but they, they impressed me today with how well they played against Real Madrid and how tough they played. I mean, they're still fighting. They're still fighting to not get relegated. They're very close. They have 24 points. Mallorca at 18 has 26. So it's and Leganes is at nineteen and nineteen spots twenty five. So the top the bottom three teams are all really close. So if Espanol is able to get any points to help their cause, I could see them possibly drawing with Sociedad in this game. Yeah, so the the, the draw no bet, probably a good way to go here. Agree, Chris. Now break down this next game you got for me that you highlighted: uh, Real Madrid versus Getafe. All right, so here Real Madrid is the favorite at 305. But the thing about this game that I like the most is the over. The over is set at 2.5 goals at -136. So, Barca and Real Madrid, they're both gunning for that top spot. They're at 1 and 2 right now. And Getafe has yet to win a game since restart. So what I'm seeing here is a real beatdown from Real Madrid. I'm thinking that they hit the 2.5 uh, over. So the last meeting that Real and Getafe had ended in a 3-0 beatdown by Real Madrid. And I'm thinking because um, Real Madrid and Barca are both going for that top spot, they're, they're going to be coming again like that. So, oh, again, since the restart, Real Madrid is averaging 2.5 goals in all the games that they've been playing. So uh, I'm still sticking with them. Chris, I, I like this over here. I think Real Madrid, after having a tough game against Espanol, go against a team like Atafe, who's kind of looked as equally bad as Espanol since the restart. I, I like the over 2.5 goals here. Personally, I think Real Madrid wins this game easily. So I like, if we, if you think Real Madrid is going to score 2.5 goals themselves, I would bet, I would bet Real Madrid and over 1.5 goals at minus 155, or you can bet Real Madrid to win and over 2.5 goals at plus 115. So if you think Real Madrid's going to win 3 nothing, or at least score three goals in this game and win, plus 115 is solid. At minus 155, to, for Real Madrid to win and score over 1.5 goals is a solid bet compared to the line. You're, you're just betting Real Madrid to win is minus 315. So if you're looking for some value on this game, I really like those two personally. Yeah, yeah, I agree, but, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the over a lot here, um, and yeah, here, why don't you hit me with this Barcelona Atletico Madrid right here? So, I'm going to be, I'm just going to say, Barcelona's not looking their best. Yeah, I agree. If we have to, if, like, if we have, if we have to see Real Madrid versus Barcelona right now, I'm taking Real Madrid in a heartbeat. Barcelona mm-hmm. just hasn't looked good, uh, especially after this draw against the Sergio Celta Vigo game. 
up one nothing. They gave up an early goal in the second half. They scored again. Then they gave up a late, a late goal against Altavio to end the game in a tie. Heartbreak. So I like the, it. Was, it was heartbreak because I know Chris, you you were you love Barcelona in that spot, and it was it's hard. To, it, it hurt because unfortunately we saw the we saw the draw in that one. Yeah. For this one, I think it'll be a tight game. I think I see little goals being scored. Atletico has just not scored that many goals since the break. Uh, besides their outpour of, on Osuna, and Osuna's not good. So I just, I just, I, it, that, so that didn't really surprise me. If this game to be under 2.5 goals, Chris, at minus 125, I think it's solid value. And then if you're a little scared about the 2.5, uh, you can always do an Asian handicap of under 2.5, uh, three goals at minus 170, which I think is good. Atletico's total goals per game when they're home is only two, and Barcelona's average two, uh, averages only 2.8 goals per game when they're away. Then when I look at real, uh, Barcelona's last couple games, let me pull it up. Besides yesterday when it was 2-2, uh, they, they only won one nothing against Atletico Athletic Club. They won, It was a draw 0-0 against Sevilla. And then against Leganes, they only won 2 nothing. Leganes is the 19th ranked team. And then they beat Mallorca 4 nothing. That was the first game off the break where we expected Barcelona to be so good just off that all mm-hmm. that break. We expected them to kill Mallorca, who we know is not a good team either. I just see this being a really close game. So that's why I like the under a lot in this one. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I don't really have a huge opinion on this game, but I just know Barcelona just has not been looking good after that first game back against Mallorca. I mean... Watching Celta Vigo come back and uh, score that late second goal, that was a heartbreaker for me, man. Heartbreaker. <laughs> Had a big parlay on Barcelona there. And for them to draw, that was just painful. But um, I warned you. I warned you, too. You did warn me. You did. You did. <sighs> hey, Chris, break down this next one before we get on July 3rd. It's the surging Celta Vigo's versus Real, Real Betts. So, um... Uh, Celta Vigo Tino bet is at uh, minus one sixty right now, and uh, I I mean I think I think that's a that's a pretty safe bet. Um, <laughs> um, the another good piece you can add to that if you want to parlay it is the first fifteen no goals scored. That's at minus three seventy five right now, and uh, I mean I I see that as a really safe bet. I mean. Celta Vigo has looked really good. They've really got the hot hand right now. And, uh, I mean, Real Betis hasn't done much since the restart. I mean, they haven't looked that, that like, spicy or anything. I'm taking Celta Vigo here with the Tino bet. Maybe maybe if I want to boost that number, parlay it with the first 15 no goals scored. Hey, Chris, I, I like, 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 like we said earlier, Celta Vigo's just looked really good. They, they're starting to really impress me. I think they're a lot better than the 17th ranked they have currently in the standings. So I, I like a draw to bet here at minus 160. I think you save yourself in case they do go to a draw, but it also gives you great value as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then when we get to the next game, then I'm going to talk about Atletico Madrid and Mallorca. I think it's a great parlay piece for it. Chris, in this game, I love Atletico Madrid. I think they're a great team. And with Mallorca's just not good. And without, without fans... They're, without home fans are even worse. Oh, I, I like Atletico Madrid here. It's at minus 425, so it's going to have to be a parlay piece. So the parlay was Celta Vigo to draw no bet at minus 160. You're giving yourself a solid two-team parlay with great value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, taking that with Celta Vigo is a good look, in my opinion. All right, so here we go. Wow, we really tore through La Liga. We're on our last game for La Liga. It's uh, Alaves, and I can't pronounce that one right now. It starts with a V. <laughs> Ethan, you want to help me out? Yeah, so this, this game we're talking about it for the end of the League of Locks that we got on this episode is Valladolid versus Alaves. Valladolid, so I like there Alaves we go. So Alaves in this one, Chris. It, they haven't played great since the break, but they're, they're a different team at home. Scored 62% of the time at home, and they only give up a goal 25% of the time at home. So that's one out of every four games that are giving up a goal at home, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, Delete hasn't played well either. They're one, one in three, so they they've drawn three times. But to, like like we said earlier, we're all about making money to so to save ourselves. I love Alaves drawing a bet here. Alaves is the underdog in this game. 
the, the draw to bet for this one, it's plus 120. So you're getting plus value for a team that's great at home. They're playing a team that, they, that has drawn three out of the five times since La Liga has come back from the break. I think it's a solid value of plus 120. Where Alaves, I think they're they're a great they're a really good home team and they have a good shot at upsetting Valladolid. I love that analysis. I mean, the the draw no bet that that's what I would take personally. Uh, I mean, it, it like we we've been talking about it's at plus 120, so you get you get it at plus money and you save yourself if there's a draw too. So I mean, what's not to like about that one if, if you know what I mean? Hi, Chris. We're going to move over to Serie A locks that we got for this week. So for, this is the Italian league. So we added this league this week. Uh, just, this league is gone. Uh, so we, we wanted to add something to give you guys more bets to look at uh, and more lines to look at that we think are, are solid spots. Chris, you got a couple games for the first one, of, uh, for the first uh, some matches on the next table. Uh, so break down the Torino versus Lazio game that we got. All right, so Torino and Lazio. Um... Lazio is a favorite at minus one twenty-two, so that you still that's that's still decent money. I mean, it's not plus, but you're not taking a huge hit on that. Uh, Lazio is one and one since break, and Torino is one one and one. So I mean, they're still pretty even. But if we look back to their last meeting, Lazio won four to zero. That back that was back in October. So I mean, I don't personally see foresee Torino winning. But if you're hesitant about um, maybe a draw, I would take Lazio or tie at minus 420. But at minus 420, that's a parlay piece. So moving right into our next game, we got Genoa and Juventus. So Juventus' money line is at minus 255. So Juventus has looked real good. Um, So you might want to parlay those two together, you know, just to boost your numbers a little bit. But uh, anyway, the over in the Juventus-Genoa game is at over 2.5 at minus 157. So it's not the best money again, but it's still uh, it's decent. I mean, considering especially the fact that Juventus is averaging three goals a game since the restart. And I mean, Juventus is uh, the, the top team in Serie A, and Genoa is the 17th. So, I, I I really like the the lock at the money line lock for Juventus and the over two point seven five, just because if we look back to the last meeting, getting I really love going back to the last meeting <laughs> was in October and there were three goals uh, in a two to one Juventus match, so that would hit the over and Juventus won. Chris, so I, so going back to the Torino Lazio game, I love Lazio here. I think minus 122 is great value for the team that's the second-ranked team, team in Serie A. And Lazio's loss, um, one loss when they, we returned back from the break, was against, was against Atalanta, where they lost 3-2. to two. So it was a high-scoring game, and Atalanta is one of the best-scoring teams, if not the best-scoring team in Serie A. They have scored over 77 goals uh, in, I think, like 28 matches, not including the game that was earlier today. Which is crazy. So, I think getting the number two team at minus 122 is great, great value. So, if you're a little hesitant, you can take the minus 420, but it's too juiced. I really think Lazio is going to win this one, and I can see them winning it mm-hmm. two, two nothing, three one. I think Lazio walk, run, runs away with this one. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, big fan of the them. They've been playing. Decently, I mean, they did have one loss. Uh, I don't remember who that's against right now. I'm looking that up. Uh, they lost to Adelanda, so I mean. Exactly, and yeah. Adelanda's a great team. So, Chris, I think minus 122 here. I would, I would take it and I, and 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 check this box score, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be worried about the draw here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's right. break down this next one for me on July 1st. It's Inter Milan versus Bresca. Uh, so, Bresca is uh, the 19th ranked team, and Inter is 3. So, I mean, Inter Milan, the money line right now, as of uh, June 28th, is at minus 715. So, 
that's like a that's a parlay piece. <laughs> no question. That's, that's that's so expensive. Super super expensive, but that just shows like how how the 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 variance in team skill, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, so I would definitely pair that maybe with the Juventus or uh, no goal scored in the first 15 just because I love that. I love that as part like piece. I'm not actually sure what the line is for the first 15 minutes, but uh, the no goals in that uh, maybe tied with the money line or tied into Juventus would do pretty well. Chris, so I actually think that's great value uh, as a parlay piece because the no goal scored in the first 15 is minus 240. It's really going to bring down that minus 17. Uh, to give you some more value, it's not going to be great if you just parlay those two, because minus seventeen is so is so high. Seven hundred seven seven hundred fifteen. Minus seven hundred fifteen. Yeah, I think yeah. that's so high. But I have, pair that with minus two forty, will give you a better value. It's just, just like the odds makers made it. We we pretty much know Inter Milan should win this mm-hmm. one easily. It's Bresca. Yeah, uh, not much else to say about that one. But um, all right, Ethan, you went. In on these next games, I think you're going to be talking for like the next 15 minutes. <laughs> so I, mean, I, still, I loved a lot. I loved a lot of games later in the week in uh, Syria. I think there's some great, great matchups and tons of statistics that really tell you what you should bet. For the first one, I'm going to break down Chris is Spall versus Milan. Uh, I like Milan a lot in this game. They're minus 160, so it's not great, um, but it's not. But I'm not really looking at how good Milan is. I'm looking at how bad Spall is on the. Spall is bad, bad. percent of the time when they're away, and they're on a six-game road losing streak. And there's no fans, but like they're just not a good traveling team. Mm-hmm. 71% way too high value for me to pass up on. I rank Milan a lot at minus 160. And then another bet I like at this one is under 3 slash 3.5 goals Asian handicap in this as well. Ball away goes over 3.5 goals only 14% of the time. And then a lot of home games go over 3.5, 22% of the time. So you're really saving yourself a lot here. Uh, risk uh, going up to that. Uh, you're going to give up some value for it. This statistics don't speak that way, but I think it's a really safe bet. And the little riskier to me is under 2.5 at minus 120. You do see this game ending at one nothing or 2 nothing for Milan just because they're not that good to me. Uh, but Spall's really bad. Mm-hmm. So I see Milan more, but... I can see him possibly reaching three goals if somehow Spall is able to score one and the game finishes 2-1. That's why I like the AG okay. handicap under 3, 3.5. It's just a little safer. If Chris, we love our cheeky bets. We cheeky, love cheeky. it on, on this podcast. <laughs> From your cheeky bet, I'm going to Milan to keep a clean sheet in this one at plus 130. Do this 38% of the time when they're home. Just pretty solid because uh, it, it's, it's, it's not that common for teams to keep a clean sheet, but 38% of the time is pretty significant uh, for me to – Put a little sprinkle on it if I'm looking to add a little bit to my to my good good week that I'm I'm expecting to come up. Yeah, I mean, especially against Spall, that 38 percent of the time, and considering how bad Spall is, I mean, cheeky cheeky. <laughs> all right, so now we're moving on to July 2nd, and Ethan, you you took all the games July 2nd, and fourth. And fifth, so we got a lot coming from you. I think we got four more games from you in a row here. So Atalanta and Napoli. So Chris, this is this is a I'm, I'm excited. This is the game I'm most excited for this weekend. Syria. These are two great teams. They're uh, what is their rankings? Their rank it's the fourth versus sixth uh, best team in the standings for mm-hmm. uh, Syria. So it's gonna be a great game. It's gonna be a high scoring game. I expect. Atalanta averages four goals per game when on the road. And, and Napoli averages 2.69 total goals per game when they're home. So it's, it's, it's a lot of goals. So I like over three here at plus money, plus 100, so it's even. So you're gonna, I, and Atalanta's road games have been five plus total goals at 38% of the time, which is crazy. Just because of yeah, how, that, that's school, how much scoring they do. And Chris, I don't know if you watched the game earlier today against Udinese. Atalanta does not play defense. They're going for the goal every time. <laughs> the goal today for Atalanta had five total goals. So I like over three, a uh, really good bet here at plus 100. Then also both teams to score at minus 180. Uh, just because it's going to be a goal-heavy game. And to get right. that heavy goal game, you're going to need both sides to score here. 
And another like another bet I like for this one is Atalanta over 1.5 goals at minus 125. I think is real real solid value because Atalanta averages 2.85 goals scored per road game. So mm-hmm. they don't even so they don't care if they're on the road and you have all your fans screaming and hollering at them, telling calling them terrible names, just trying to get in their heads. They're gonna still score on you, and now with no fans, they're gonna they're gonna score again. But if I if if you if you're making me pick a side here, I'm gonna lean Atalanta just because their their defense isn't there, but they've played really well. They beat Lazio. They came back against Lazio. They it was a tough game against Udinese, but they wound up winning three two and come in finishing strong in the end. So if I'm gonna pick a side, I'm picking Atalanta on over 1.5 total goals for them at plus 145 because like I said, this is gonna be a goal heavy game. Where this is we're gonna see back and forth on the on the on the scoreboard, and I'm excited for this one, Chris. Yeah, man. And there's so much I could say about this one. Yeah, man. Me too. I mean, this one, this one has me excited just at the prospect of all the goals being scored. This one's gonna be a crazy one. Um, definitely gonna chase some of your some of your projections and bets on this one. So next one we got Roma. Tell me about this one. I, well, well, I'll, wait before you start. Let me let me start. I think Roma's like a good team. Uh, I don't remember what they're ranked right now. Uh, I think they're ranked fifth. So, yep. they're they're. I mean, they're a solid team, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're they're a good team. Um, Udinese. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure where they rank, but I'm thinking Roma wins this one. I didn't do a lot of research about this one before, but I just wanted to give my two cents before you break this one down. So take it away. Absolutely. Udinese Chris is fifteenth in the table, so they're near the bottom. Not great. So like you said, uh, I'm all for Roma on this one. Like like you said, uh, or like you said right before, minus 200 though is a little too pricey for me to bet by itself. So I think I'll use that as a parlay piece. Possibly parlay that with uh, the Milan game. Parlay that with one of the other games that we said is a higher line for the favorite uh, in the in the, La, in the La Liga or Premier League to give it a lot good a lot better value for mm-hmm. you. Roma wins 54 percent of their games, Chris, when they're on the road and with no fans, it's going to be easier. And Udinese to me hasn't looked that great. Yeah, they they played tough against Atalanta, but Atalanta doesn't play defense. Like I just said, Atalanta's games are goals are goal heavy. So hey. I like so I like Roma to win this one. Like over 2.5 goals in this one as well, Chris, at minus 115. I think that's solid value. Roma averages 1.2 1.92 goals per game when on the road. So essentially two goals when, when, just for themselves. When they also give up 1.23 goals when on the road. So they give up – that's three goals on average that they're – it's three total goals on average in a Roma game when they're away. Mm-hmm. So I think over five is solid value. Um, it's a little risky because I just see Roma winning the game possibly 2-0 just because I don't think Udinese is good. And against Atalanta, they played well, but it's because Atalanta, like I said, has no defense. So I think it's the cheeky bet for me is – um, Roma to win in both teams not to score at plus 140, or Roma to win the game to nil at plus 145. So maybe put a little sprinkle on it. Probably won't actually put that. Put a little sprinkle on it just because I, I concede some goals on the road. I do like Roma to win this one and over 1.5 goals. I think it's the best value in this game at minus 110. And then parlay that with over 2.5 goals at minus 115. And you're looking at plus money in this one, plus money on that parlay. And I think it's a solid parlay. And just just looking at the Roma Udinese game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you broke that down excellent, excellently, my man. Let's move on to the fourth. We got uh, Lazio and Milan. Yeah, Chris. So for this one, um, Milan, we took him against Ball, but that was because of how Ball, how bad Ball is. Uh, and then Milan's just not, they're not a good home team, and that was with fans. Milan only wins thirty-one mm-hmm. percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Now that they're hosting the number two team in the table, it's going to be even tougher. Lazio wins sixty-two percent of the time when on the road, and that was with fans. So I, I, Lazio. If I'm, I'm leading Lazio. I'm loving Lazio in this game, in this one, but I can't see it possibly being a draw, just because Milan mm-hmm. does draw a lot when they're home. They draw 38 percent of the time. I like Lazio in this, uh, this one, but I would, if I'm a little cautious, I do draw no bet in this one, just because I do see it possibly ending in a draw. So my, so for this game, Chris, it's one of my classics, which is both teams to score over 2.5 goals. Lazio uh, on road games score seventy seven percent of the time. Which I'm is loving that number. Great number. Loving it. Great number. 
Then Milan, they score 54% of the time when they're home. They score on, so they score on better than half of the games. Which, so that's why like both teams have scored here. And then over 2.5 goals occurs 77% of the time when Lazio is away. And that's, and that's because Lazio scores so much on the road. Well, I think Lazio is going to at least get two goals in this one. And I, like, and I like Milan to get one. So that way you get the three and both teams to score. Classic, classic bet. Um, so I, I'm, so over 2.5 goals and uh, both teams to score is my favorite in this one. I don't know if the line was out. The line was out when I did my research. Let me pull it up real fast and see if I can find it. Nice, nice. I mean, the, line, the line is not out for this one yet. Uh but that that's my that's my favorite in this one is over two point five in both teams to score. I can tell you this for right now, I'm definitely tailing that bet. That is beautiful. The stats in that are just in favor of um, in favor of that hitting. Really, it it just it works. It works for me. I like it. I like how it sounds. <laughs> I'm taking that one. All right, now now we're getting down down there to the end. All right, so July fifth. Him, you got two games, and then I got one to finish this out. Let's hear what you got to say. So this first game, Chris, that I like on, on the on the fifth is Cagliari versus Atalanta. So Cagliari won the reverse fixture 2-0, Chris, which was a rare feat to right. see Atalanta shut out. When they score so many goals, they're just, they're just an offensive heavy machine. All offense. I like Atalanta to the venture loss and win this reverse fixture. Atalanta, like I said earlier, they averaged two... I talked about their, how good they are on the road. They're they're just as good at home. They average two point eight six goals per home game, but they also concede one point five seven goals per home game because they just don't play defense. They just want to score, score, and score. So I like again. I'm going to go with my classic that we talked about in the, the game before this, Lazio Milan. Both teams to score here and over two point five goals. If the over two point five is juiced, I I like the over hit Asian handicap of three three point five. It's it's just like I said, Atalanta is a heavy goal game. The line isn't out for this one yet, so I can't give you what the line is currently. But if I'm betting over 2.5 goals uh, in this one easily, it happens mm-hmm. 93% of the time when Atalanta plays a game. That's crazy. 93% of the time it happens, Chris. Just repeating <laughs> an outstanding number. Everybody, 93% of the time, Atalanta goes ham ham. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. They go yeah. ham ham when they're trying to score. Then, but when they're home, it happens. Both teams score 79% of the time. Mm-hmm. And when they're away, both teams score 64% of the time. Like it's like the Lazio game spoke. These numbers, these statistics are just speaking. Heavy goal scoring, both teams to score. I love the Serie A. It's all goals. I love it. Yeah. Really offense oriented here. All right, here we go for your last game. We got uh, Brescia and Verona. Hey Chris, so my last game for uh, for this week that I broke down, I like Verona to win this one and over 2.5 goals, and then again, both teams to score. The last time this game finished was 2-1 in Verona's favor. Verona wins 50% of their games at home, where Brescia loses 64% of their games when they're away. Yeah, there's no, like we said, there's no fans, but... Brescia's is not impressive. They're 19 in the table for a reason. And when both teams to score, happens 50% of the time when Verona's home, and then 50, 50% of the time when Brescia is away. So it's it's great value uh, for both teams to score. And Verona scores, so concedes a total of 2.43 goals when home. Brescia scores, so concedes a total of 2.5 goals when away. So they're both average getting burnt. They're both very close to over the 2.5 themselves in just their total goals when they're home or in the way. So I like both teams score over 2.5. And then just because Bruska has not impressed me, and there's not, they're 19th in the table for a reason. I don't mm-hmm. even remember this one. Yeah, I mean, 19th in, in the table, I mean, they haven't looked great. Uh, I don't really have a huge opinion on this game just because I don't know the team very well. But um, just saying, Bruska just hasn't looked very, very spicy, hasn't looked too hot. So uh, yeah. They're, if we're talking about spice, there they are the the mildest. I would. They are so mild. They're they're. They're good. oatmeal. They're oatmeal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris. Break down the last game we got for this week. The great matchup. It's top. It's top teams. Napoli versus Roma. Let's hear it. All right. So there aren't any lines off this one, as we just said. 
but before we before I even get into this one, it's going to be a close one. Um, so there's no goal there. I'm going no goal in the first 15 because these are two closely ranked competitive teams. I mean, they're both really great. So I'm thinking it's going to be either a low scoring game or a high scoring game. <laughs> um, um, so as, uh, as of yesterday, uh, when I was doing my research, Napoli has won three games since the restart, where has, uh, since the restart, Roma, on the other hand, has um, won one and lost one. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really thinking this is going to be a really close game. Um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm probably going to take the under in this, under 2.5, and say Napoli wins maybe 1-0. to zero. Um, I think it's going to be really competitive, and it's going to be a really close match here. Do you have any takes, Ethan? I like the no goal first fifteen here because I agree it's gonna be it's gonna really be a competitive game. And at the start of every game, it's really hard to see teams get a goal so early unless it's just one overpowering team versus a really really bad team. So I really like no goals in the first fifteen here. Um, Napoli did win today, so they're on a four game win streak. Oh yeah, Napoli four. Really, really good. Well, if I'm picking a side, I'm picking Napoli to win this one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't draw no bet. Probably has some good value just because it is the fifth versus sixth ranked team. But I'm a little cautious. I wouldn't draw no bet. But I do like I do like Napoli in this one on the side, Chris. Yeah, and w- one more thing about the no goal in the first fifteen is when you have two good teams and everybody's fresh. You know they haven't. When everybody's fresh, you're gonna have like it's rare to get goals in the first fifteen, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. it it happens every once in a while. But I think it's really. It really helps your numbers, you know. Oh, it's it's a great part of the piece if you're trying to take a team that's like minus six hundred, minus seven hundred, and you know it's gonna win. You're not even gonna sweat it. And you're really trying to give that that number some value. I think it, we, that's why we love the no goal first fifteen. We talked about it a lot last week, talked about it a lot this week, and we're gonna continue you're gonna continue to hear it on this podcast because we just think it's it's a solid it's a solid bet, even though it's a little high. It's a great part of the piece. Right. Right. Uh, all right, so I mean, we have reached the end of all our breakdowns for this week. Um, do you have any uh, anything else to say, Ethan? <laughs> well, follow us on Twitter. You'll see, you'll see Chris and I post our, our top bets for that day. We, we did really well the past week. We combined for twenty eight and seventeen, which is great. So yeah. if you tailed us, you you definitely made some money this past week. Look out for our Twitter. We're going we're to put out some great, some great value, some great picks. We'll give you the value we're getting at, so that way you're you're not. And we'll give it out to you when we bet it, so that way you're going to get it right away before the line jumps on us and becomes not in our favor. Right, at best bad bets. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Also, in the future, um, we're going to have some guests guests come on and uh, give their takes as well. So stay tuned for that. And uh, Ethan, anything else to say? That's all I got, Chris. I'm excited for I'm excited for this week. I'm excited for Syria. That I'm loving the, these games are gonna be heavy goal scoring. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Me too. So on that note, we will uh, we'll catch you next week. All right. <laughs>